Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Hello, and welcome to Control-Alt-Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, December 21st. This is episode 94, entitled Winter's Veil, here again. <laughs> and I am Aprilian, your host, and with me are my two wonderful co-hosts. Hello, Esheo. Ho, ho, ho. And Glantha. Hello, everyone. And what a fun week, huh? Have we all gone to see Father, Grandfather, um, what's his name? Grandfather Winter. Yeah, Grandfather Winter. I can't believe it's come around this fast again, but yes, here we are again. Yeah. Did you, have you been to um, Thrall to throw snowballs at, at uh, I mean, to Ogremar to throw, oh no, you have to go to Thunder Bluff to Thunder throw Bluff, a yeah. snowball at Khan Bloodhoof. Mm-hmm. Uh no. Um, uh, I, I've done my my Winter Vale stuff mm-hmm. uh, in the past. Oh, so I went and I talked to Great Father Winter, and I I and it's 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 that time of year. Like maybe it's because I'm a little bit of a curmudgeon, but this is the time of year when when milk and um. <laughs> Small eggs. <laughs> Small eggs go for absurd prices on the auction house. Every year it happens. You'll be able to get five small eggs for only 50 gold on the auction house. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, I did get a, a little bit of that, and I sold some winter's boots, winter boots for, uh, at first, 50 gold. <laughs> Oh man, I have seen some amazing death knights though riding around wearing these very festive colors. So it's always nice watching like this very evil looking Hallow's Eve, you know, mount with a nice little elf. Yeah, <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> All right, so well, um, riding around on a reindeer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So uh, who wants to go first? What we've been doing. Um, Glantha. Oh, okay. Here we go. So, um, this has been, you know, a a fun week for me. I was able to get a lot of achievements that I wasn't even looking to get, but, you know, kind of happened. And it all started from basically, I I would call it a a, a bit of a neurosis that I had about my skill sets because I noticed that I had, had had a lot of old weapons that I had picked up once and I'd never leveled. So they were basically basically at like one out of 400. (laughs) And you can't get rid of a skill that you've picked up. So I couldn't look at like the, the, like my guns and like my daggers, they were all at 400 or 400. So I went to Shalazar Basin and, um, Actually, before I went to Shalazar Basin, I, I picked up from one of the vendors in Dalaran just like a basic like type of that weapon. So I went and I got like a basic like you know vendor trash 
two-handed sword, a vendor trash sword, you know, a vendor trash regular axe. And then I went to Cholazar Basin and I farmed leather with these vendor trash items to get each one of my weapons to 400. <laughs> and what, what Just happened... Just so your character screen looked nice and even. Exactly. Is that what but, you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I got a lot of uh, Arctic fur, though, out of it. So it wasn't oh, completely... It wasn't a total loss, yeah. And I was able to get the achievement Master of Arms and did somebody order a knuckle sandwich, which is what <laughs> you get if you get to 400 out of 400 with unarmed combat. Oh, that's yep. funny. And I actually told a couple of people, like they, they saw me basically punching these dragon eggs and they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I was like, knuckle achievement. And they're like, oh, okay. And yes, um, yesterday I went in and I was kind of going around for like the Oracle dailies and I saw a couple of people there punching some of those dragon eggs and I'm like, maybe I started a trend. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Every achievement point counts, right? Every achievement point counts. We don't know what for, but they do. <laughs> I, I, I did notice because I was um, been doing the same thing with unarmed just for the achievement. I am worrying about my other weapon skills, but um, I did head down to Shadowmoon Valley because there was, or there are three quest mobs down there that are. Um, I've lost the word for it, but they're like protected by these um, three totems, and so you can hit them, but you can't do any damage to them. You've got to you've got to destroy the totems before the um, they, be, they become unbanished, and then you can you can kill the, the the dudes you're after for the quest. And it used to be that while they were banished like that, uh, you could you could skill up on them, and you know there was like maybe one or two trash that, that would pass by every five or ten minutes so you'd kill those and then just you know stand there and and beat on him with your wand or your staff or whatever it was that you you were trying to level up and you know walk away and get a cuppa and come back and you know, you'd, you'd be leveled up um and I, I went down there with the, the expressive intention of leveling unarmed and they fixed it you, you don't get skill ups from it anymore oh that was a bit disappointing so oh, I had to punch some other stuff. <laughs> I wish that you could do it on other players and just be able to get socking other players. You can find one of your buddies in like a guild somewhere and just be like, hold still for a little bit and yeah. <laughs> just give them a whack. <laughs> that, that could be a good engineering item, punching bag. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could just do what everybody else does, run through RFC. <laughs> oh, is that how you do it? Well, I, that's how I've seen someone skill up a weapon. I The first time oh. I saw a high-level person back when I was a noob. Oh, wait, I still am. But I saw someone at a higher level, like 50, going into RFC, and he said that he was going in to level his, a new weapon. But, but is there actually anything that... Um, uh, is anything special about the mobs in RFC that lets you level them up? Because, I mean, no, I there's just a whole bunch of them. You'd go in there and just one-shot them. You're not going to level up very fast when you're one-shotting stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. It, it sounds like he wanted an excuse to go into RFC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. Yes, yes, for leveling my weapons, yes. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. <laughs> so what else have you been doing, Glenn? I'm finally exalted with the Kaluak. Oh, congratulations. Congrats. I love the penguin. Pengu. 
What does that mean? Well, Pengu is the the the, the companion pet that you can get when you're exalted with the Halawak. Uh... And he does the neatest thing when you're swimming because a lot of your companions, um, companion pets, like they don't swim very well. You know, they, they kind of, they have a, an animation that shows that they're not walking, but it's, it's, al- it's almost like walking, like your pets will do it. Like the bear and a cat, you know, they'll kind of swim. But he actually looks like a real penguin. Like he looks better swimming than he does walking. Because he walks kind of like kind of wobbly, blah 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 blah, you know, back and forth, wobbling back and forth. But in the water, he actually does that penguin fly thing. Oh. And he, I don't and think he, I've ever actually seen him in the water. Yeah, but like put him in the water, and he actually flies through like you'd see on the dis- on the Discovery Channel. You know, it's, it's actually very very cool. See, <laughs> parents. Yeah. Even, even the uh, even the warlock uh, minions look pathetic in the water. Right. It's like yeah. the void walkers like. What the hell are you doing, dude? Yeah, what do you, <laughs> what do you, what do you got dragging through here? <laughs> uh, yeah, but see, no, parents, cool. uh, wow is educational. It teaches your kids how penguins win. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I'm sticking to that one too. <laughs> but I got my I got my fishing pole, and this this actually kind of goes into um, something else too. So I was trying to level up my fishing, and I would be casting my my line in. And, um, and then I wouldn't be able to click on the bobble and I couldn't figure out what was going on. It seemed like the game had frozen, but like I checked everywhere else and like the internet was fine. Um, the, you know, like, uh, like the, everything else is working okay, but just the, this world of Warcraft wasn't working. So I'd had to go and log out and log back in. I must've done that for about an hour and I was like really starting to get pissed off. Um, yeah kidding yeah i'm a little 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 miffed and uh then finally i I went on and it said attention comcast and verizon members we are aware of an issue and i'm like oh it's an issue oh no (laughs) so i'm one of those people that was so one of the one of the things about being in um boston is that i have a lot of choices of who my provider is for internet i could do comcast or, oh, wait, that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to the United States. <laughs> um, so I, I have no choice. I couldn't even, like, I couldn't even leave, you know, Comcast if I wanted, except to go to Verizon and do DSL. But, oh, wait, they're affected, affected too. too. Oh. <laughs> or you could get a cellular modem like I have. Um, oh, I could, yeah. Yeah. Okay, $60 a month. Never mind. <laughs> but um, so th- but they're that w- working on it, right? They are working on it, and it was working okay this evening. But I wasn't okay. able to level up my fishing yet. But that's my next thing I I need to do. Do you I, have the? Uh, did you get the weather beaten journal yet? That's the one that lets you do fish tracking, right? Right. Oh, I've I've had that you know, okay. for a while. Yeah. Um, and you know, I have my my awesome Kaluak fishing pole. Um, okay. and did you use it yet? What's your fishing at? Uh, three ninety five. So yeah, not not, not not particularly outstanding, but I, I like it. Um, and what was? Oh yeah, the or, I've been doing the Oracle quests every day. I've been doing the Oracle quests. I want that trinket. It's a fantastic little trinket. Um, mm-hmm. If you're exalted with oracles, it it gives you plus seventy one to critical strikes, and it also gives you. Um, a little bit of your 
um, runic or mana or um, rage or energy every time that you kill something that gives you honor or experience. Ooh, nice. And I looked online and somebody has it at, for like a mana, for a mana user, every time you kill someone that gives you, or a mob that gives you honor or um, experience, it gets 5% of your mana back. Wow. And that seemed really high to me. So I'll believe that when I see it. But if that's the case between that and um, um, rapid recuperation as a marksman hunter, I'll never have to worry about aspect of the viper. Mm. Like it, I just wouldn't. I'd, I'd always be filled with beautiful, beautiful mana. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so um, tell me about the oracles because I'm I still haven't uh, done all the, the quests in uh, Shalazar Basin. I've started the the chain. And and it's and it's a weird kind of thing. You don't you don't seem to get a choice. You you find this quest chain and and you start following it, and you're you know, you're, you're gaining reputation with one faction and losing reputation with with another. Um, and then they send you off on a quest, and and you, know, you accidentally help the other one, and all of a sudden you jump from friendly to them to hated and friendly with the other one, and and then you start doing quests for them, and and you you rep flip flops, and and I'm told you get to a point. Uh, and I'm like, oh, hang on a minute, I haven't made a choice yet, but I'm told you get to a point uh, where there's a quest that you can do and you can help one or the other and, and um, head in either direction. Yeah, so at first I was, all conf- I was all confused too. Like I was, I was leveling up that, I was all leveling up the Frenzy Heart um, because you couldn't, you couldn't go to the Oracle Village. Um, and then you do accidentally get, um, you do accidentally get, um, you know, framed more or less, <laughs> um, yep. to helping the other ones, and then they're like, "We hate you now." And now then you start going and, and learning about the and and gaining rep with the other one, and eventually you get to a quest where you do have to go and kill um, a high level mob. It's a group quest, and um, he is holding captive one of each. He's holding captive either a frenzy heart or a oracle, and during the fight. He makes them turn against you, and then right. if you're in a group, you have to tell everyone in the group. It's it's, it's kind of tough sometimes. We have to sit there and say, "Is who here is um, here to switch rep? Who here is here to start rep?" Because they all have to go and fight one. Because oh, whoever, right one. You, yeah, yeah, you all have to go and fight the right one. Because then immediately, like afterwards, that person will that one that you save will give you a daily quest that you can then, you know. Basically, you become um, eligible then to do all the other daily quests for that particular and, faction. And is it just the oracles that have dailies, or does both sides have dailies? No, both sides have dailies, but you can only do one side at a time. Right. Yep. And so some people do like all the dailies, and then they switch so that way they can get the achievement because each side has an achievement. Right. That you can do. But um, the frenzy hard gear for a marksman hunter just wasn't. Out, wasn't outstanding, so the Oracle side was much, 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 much nicer. Plus, they have this great thing called a mysterious egg, where you put it in your pack and and it hatches down. It's a countdown, it's a seven day countdown, and it, it says like this is hatching into something, and it could hatch into a bunch of different things. It can ha- it can hatch into um, a couple of companion pets. It can hatch into 
something called aged yolk, which is probably going to be like a vendor trash item. Like I don't know what that's going to like give you, but it also has a chance, like it's like a one in a billion chance, I'm sure, to actually hatch a green proto drake mount. Ooh! Wow! And if it and like if it hatches that, I will be the happiest person, <laughs> Azeroth, because I've seen people walking around on the red proto drake mounts. Those things are awesome. I love the proto drakes. They are someone, great. Someone now, in the stumbled across the uh, the time lost proto drake the other day. Oh wow! He, he was just out farming herbs, and it kind of it was just there in front of him, and and before he knew it, he'd killed it and got a new mount. How lucky do you have uh, to be? Yeah. Oh, I would yeah, people be, that would have been stalking that for days. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have so, that too in um, in Shalazar Basin. You, every once in a while, you'll get people saying, I will give 700 gold for anyone who can tell me where the spirit animal is. And they have like, I can't even pronounce their names, but you can tame them and they look like like they're like leopards that have glowing blue eyes. And like yep. people want them as pets and they're paying big money. And I feel kind of like a bounty hunter. Like, I'm like, I don't know <laughs> where it is, you know, like... <laughs> I'm, I'm tipping if it spawned, that it wouldn't be alive for very long. Yeah, I can, the, the, everyone's looking for it. It's kind of like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it, that's it, what Blade yeah. was looking for because Blade was, was saying, oh, I, I want to get to, to I forget what level it was now, 67 or something, so that he could uh, tame this rare pet. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And, and yeah, a, a few people have been looking for that and uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard of anybody that's come across it yet. Now this proto drake thing, this is a, a flying mount. It is a flying mount. Like the the proto drakes, when you when you get to um, Northrend, you'll see how proto drakes are different than the the traditional drakes. They, I think, they look much more, you know, much more vicious, and they're just a cooler because drakes. Like you've seen drakes, you have like the nether wing drakes, and then you have like the. Um, like the golden drakes, and then you can get a red drake through Wormrest Accord. Um, but like these ones, they, 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 they almost like crawl on the ground, and they have these long pointed snouts, and they just look awesome. I don't know. Like, you, you know the, the photo drakes, Asheo, um, right? How they're different yeah, than the regular the, the wing, The wings kind of hang down. Yeah, the wings hang down. They kind of crawl around. Like they, yeah. they, they look like the. This is going to kind of date me, I guess. But there was a really, I guess, it was, I, yeah, it was a bad movie. It was a bad movie in the eighties called Dragon Slayer, and it had oh yeah, Peter McNichol. <laughs> yeah, it, it was so weird and bad. But like the the, the dragon in there, how it would kind of crawl on the ground. That's what these proto drakes do, and so that's what every time I I see them, I think of that really bad eighties movie. <laughs> Well, good luck. I hope you get your green protege. I hope so too. Um, and then on, on the horde side, I respect my death knight and my my mage. So my death knight, um, he was a human death knight, but I scrapped that to make a uh, undead death knight, and he was unholy. Um, and I, I had the pet, and it was nice because he was all shiny, you know, shiny, buy, sell. Well. <laughs> uh, but then I realized that um, I, every single one of my characters, you know, for the exception of, you know, my um, Arlaris, who's my protection paladin on the Alliance side, they all, they all have pets. And I was like, you know what, I want to make something that doesn't have 
a pet. You know, like I want to be able. Yeah, like what, 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 what? and uh, <laughs> and so I I respect him to blood because I wanted to have like more of like a a, a tank, more like more of a tank than what Unholy would give you, and the the mana like not the mana the the vampiric abilities of that are crazy. Like I'm never like I'll go be, like be half life and I'll do a couple of uh, swings with uh, some of my um, after I've gained some Munich power and some of my skills and and. Back up, I go up to one hundred percent again. Oh, yep. cool. Like you can't, you can't kill them. It's a, it's cool, and I love the uh, um, the blood presence and uh, the um, blood aura. Like they, they basically just every time I hit someone, like five percent health, five percent health, five percent health. Yeah. You know, where are the the worms? What, what spells that? Oh, like, blood worms. worms proc, the the worms proc for me all the time. It's like, mm. Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so nice of you. And it's so it's so nasty. That, but at the same time, it's really cool. So, um, death and decay. Like I just love. Like I love the Death Knight spells. Like they 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 went all out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like death and decay is just like so fun because the like the ground bubbles and it's like oh it's cool cool cool. Yeah, and that arm comes out. Yeah, his arm is reaching out. Do you, do you have any glyphs on your death knight? Because I have some death knight glyphs I could send you. I don't have any glyphs on my death knight. Okay, I'll send you some. And here's a funny story. So I was running around in Thralmar because, you know, this is like the first. It's, it's really strange for me because I've, <laughs> I've always had, uh, I have a, lo- a lower level like um, Palinor, who I respect to Arcane. Um, he's an un- he's in Undercity right now. He's level 24, you know, like he's never quite made it out of vanilla wow so now i'm in thralmar and i've never like been to like high level horde areas and now how did you how did you get to hellfire you went through the portal i went through the portal yeah the uh, old-fashioned way because you can be 58 and you can do it and you and then you leave the starting area at 58 really right. if you do every quest um yeah. and uh, i was running around and i was just going back to um to the inn and um, I was like, why is everyone fighting me? Oh, this is Honor Hold. <laughs> I don't go to Honor Hold anymore. That's right. Uh, Apparently they don't like a, a horde very much in those alliance cities. No. I don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> no. So old habits die a little hard. Um, <laughs> and then I think on Palinor, I think I'm going to like going to Arcane. Like um, arcane, it used to be that arcane wasn't really a good tree to 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 really heavily spec in, um, but arcane now actually has a couple of really nice spells at like higher levels. So I switched over my 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 frost mage over to um, to arcane. So, okay. um, besides from that, that's about it. I've been just doing a lot of dailies, a lot of grinding. Still working on my bear, but he's almost eighty. So after that. I think I'm done leveling pets for a little while. <laughs> and I might go back. I feel like I haven't given, given my paladin any love recently. He's 70 and he's become my new auction alt. <laughs> so my death knight went away and now my level 70 paladin, is, who I love dearly, is now my auctioneer Aww. alt. It, it, it would cause me great pain and and shifting of bags and bank slots and and mail to to switch what my bank alt was. I, I could, just couldn't do that overnight. 
That'd be like a, a three-week process for me to, to shift characters shift around. Like yeah. <laughs> well, I have a bank alt on every account. So. <laughs> I have four bank alts. Right. Three Horde and, and uh, one Alliance. Yep. Actually, I guess both of my Alliance are, are bank alts because one is in uh, Stranglethorn Vale. They're mules. <laughs> for sticking into the um, neutral auction house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a fairly convenient spot there because you've got access to to mail and and the auction house and the bank. It's, um, oh, one little to thing. Um, to anyone who uses Auctioneer, um, I found a new um, plugin called Auctionator, oh. which I found I it does. Well, let's go back in time. Once upon a time, Auctioneer was really, really great in that. You for for people that are kind of just wanting to go and scan the auction really auction house really quickly and and have it kind of automatically undercut like a little bit from like all the other ones. You just took your item, you put it into the appraiser, and it said, "Here's what you should sell it at. This is the information like why I'm telling you to do it. Click post." Right? It was very simple. But then auctioneer has over time kind of become this huge like thing. Like you can, you can have auctioneer be really like you can scan every auction that you have and it's big and bloated and like I like after like the new version came out I couldn't really it wasn't useful to me it's it was very, so it's very sophisticated it's very sophisticated so I found yeah. auctionator that kind of goes back to its roots where you we put in something and it says here's what everyone else is selling it at here's what I recommend you sell it at five percent less and go I was like okay thanks. Yeah. Yeah, so I, don't, I, I don't understand why the undercut thing doesn't seem to work reliably in Auctioneer. No, but like it works so much better in Auctionator. So okay. I got, I got, like people refer to it as I was talking on this forum and somebody said, so has anyone used Auctionator? And they're like, oh, yeah. So it's either Auctionator or Auctioneer. Auctionator is kind of like what Auctioneer was before it became bloated like a dead cow. And I was like, mm. oh, okay. I've never quite heard it be put that way before, but that kind of makes sense. <laughs> Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, really people should spend the time to become uh, quite adept at, at auctioneer. And I've spent a bit of time, but I need to spend more. But, I mean, there's, there's things you can do like, you know, you can, you can um, search for all auctions by um, seller and, and just things you can't do in the, in the standard auction house interface. Oh no, yeah. Auctioneer is really amazing, but f- like for, for me, like I'm the auction house is what I use to like I'm not I don't really play the auction house. It's kind of like I don't play the stock market in in real life, you know? And this is something that it's way too many numbers for me. Like so I wanted to have something that's very simple. It's almost kind of like I have like my broker, just do it, you know, like <laughs> here's the money, go invest it, do whatever you feel like. <laughs> And yep. so for people that aren't into like learning like a whole new interface, like a whole new part of the game, Auctionator is a good kind of um, alternative. Excellent. All righty, how about I go next? So what have you been doing, Asheo? Well, it only took me a, a few hours after we last recorded and, and Asheo hit level 80. Hey, Yay. Congratulations. Slash yeah. salute. Slash cheer. Yep. <laughs> So and since then, I, I'm maybe an hour or two. But since then, I haven't really, I haven't been back to Sholazar Basin, to, and that's where I, I dinged. Uh, I haven't really been back there to to continue questing at all. And poor Shields, like, 
three eighths of of the way through seventy nine. <laughs> sitting there, like, oh, come on, come on, finish me <laughs> off. <laughs> it's like, oh, but there's so much to do. Um, I'm flittering all over the place. I have, I tried to catch her up a bit. I, I, you know, I respect her um, half holy, half shadow, and and I've actually um, done some instances on her. I healed uh, Violet Hole the other day, and that went all right. I, I was the only one to die, so that's <laughs> that's not too bad. And um, um, Violet holds it. it's it's kind of like, um, uh, gosh, name escapes me. What's what's the one? A uh, black morass. It's like that. Have you been to? You don't do many instances, do you, Glantha? Um, black morass. No, so black I have morass black like, morass. You, you don't really need to 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 travel much at all. It's just all these portals opening and things coming out of the portal. And oh, oh and, yeah, that's the caverns of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So I have done. Yeah. yeah. Right. So violet, violet holds just like that. So violet hold is actually inside Dalaran, and uh, it's just like that. You, you go in there, and and um, uh, yeah, the, all mobs start coming out of the portals, and you know, this, like, I forget what it is, but like the sixth and the twelfth ones are, are bosses, and you know, you get a bit of a rest in between them to to manner up and whatever, and and uh, it's you know so you're not having to clear a lot of trash and and uh, taking hours to go through it it's like really fast and it's and it's pretty good um experience and and it's a lot of fun and and some good gear in it so um uh and everybody's looking to do that so it's it's pretty easy to to get a group to do that so yes i was in Sholazar basin um working my way through all the quests there i still haven't um got anywhere near the Getting the the achievement for there, so so I do have to get back in there and, and do that. Uh, I got the the nesting weary achievement um, on both a shadow and a shield, so I've, I've done all my, uh, my all possible nesting weary quests that I can do in the game now. And it was probably shortly after that that uh, Winter's Vale started up. So I've been uh, I've done every achievement that I can do on a towards uh, Winter's Vale. There's just the one that uh, you have to win a bunch of um, games with the thrash and crash and robot thing. Oh. And uh, that's uh, apparently going to be one of the presences under the tree. Right. Did you open that? Did you get a hat? Yes, I got a hat. Yes, yes. So I ran. The the easiest way to get a hat is the Nexus. uh, Because if you you head into the Nexus and and actually head left the, the first boss that you come to, Got a hundred percent drop rate on on the hat, and, and that takes like ten fifteen minutes, if that. So we went in there and, and ran that a couple of times to get hats for for all of us that didn't have hats. So um, uh, cooked up all my goodies and put on all my Christmas stuff and ate my my uh, fruit cake and. Uh, oh, you got boots too. Yeah, I got the. You, you sent me the boots. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I had a shield had actually been sent the um, uh, the chest, the Christmas piece chest, cloth piece uh, last year. So um, made one of those and to to complete the set. So I'm just waiting to be able to open the presents now, so I can get that that last achievement and uh, get the title. Which is you, um, you don't have one from last year, or didn't think, not matter. No, I think it's different. Oh, okay. I think, I think it's a uh, a different thing. Okay. Maybe it, yeah, but um, no. I, I looked through them all in my bags, and I 
whatever the hell it is, I, I certainly don't have it. Uh, at first, I thought it was the one the engineer can make, but it's called something slightly different. Right. Um, and I had a look, and, and um, uh, I'm pretty sure it is new this year because apparently some people that, that had opened presents, like had gathered presents, you know how the presents come in a, in a box? Right. And they're sold bound when you open them, and then you, you know, open them and take out what's in them. If you just left the, the, the gift in your bank and didn't actually take, what, take it out, People are finding that if they go back and look what's in it now, um, some of them have got the Crash and Thrashing robot. Oh, I have to check. I haven't so I got some that like, I didn't you know, open. It's, it's changed and replaced whatever happened to be in that you know, in that present uh-huh. box last year. Oh, how neat! So um, yeah, check it out. Uh, but I mean, you've got to you can't do the achievement until someone else has got it anyway, because you you, know, you, you have to fight off somebody you, else. Yeah, yeah, in order to win that. So. So did you go um, yeah. into uh, the thing with as one of those gnomes? You know, you oh, yeah, the machine? yeah, that, that was that, I. I got. Uh, for, it took me um, probably five, somewhere between five and ten minutes to head into uh, an ultra valley um, PvP. I was, I was actually quite le- uh, lucky. One of the officers was in there and just saying an officer chat, this AV is fantastic. We're having, we're having a ball in there. We're kicking butt. You know, it's, it's going Rest really well. little gnomes or Santa's like, oh, Hang on a minute. So, so I went and jumped in one of the machines, turned into a little gnome, queued up, got in there pretty quick, just ran up by, by um, you know, behind the, the mass group of people and, and kind of hung back so that I, I didn't die because if you die, you've, you know, you've, you've got to – you'll have to wait and, and – uh, and get the, the costume on and queue up again and get into another one. So I just hang back a bit and uh, you know, put some dots on people that I could reach and I you know, got the achievement really quickly and I hit um, – I think there was, a, there was another achievement for you know, something pathetic like you know, 50 honor kills. <laughs> so, woo yay me. <laughs> yay. <laughs> and and uh, you know, kill one of, of uh, every race. And, and uh, so I was in there for, for less than 10 minutes and, and got at least five achievements. <laughs> so, woo-hoo. Awesome. So it was really good, yeah. It, um, so it, it, yeah it, and when I say five or 10 minutes, that, that was because it finished. You know, I, I got the achievements before it finished, but the, we actually won the, the AV. You know, shortly after I joined, so it was all very well timed. I got very lucky that day. What else have I done? I, I, um, the Oculus. I haven't actually done it all. I've, I've I, um, uh, some guildies were lost a DPS after the first boss, and uh, I said, "Oh yeah, okay, I'll, I haven't done that." And so I went into the Oculus, and I've done the last three bosses, but I, I'm going to have to go back in there and, and do the first boss to get the achievement. And uh, um, it's a lot of fun. You you actually um, get on flying mounts to to fly between the bosses, and you know then dismount and and, and fight the you know, the second and third boss, and the fourth boss you actually um, fight on your flying mount. Well, it's, it's not your you know it's a, it's a vehicle. It's not your actual flying mount. It's one of the you know the, the quest type vehicle things. That's it's a dragon, and uh, you actually fight him. Um, flying, which is uh, it's really cool. Um, I really enjoyed that, so I'll be definitely getting back in there to try it again. And and actually got uh, um, a couple of upgrades. The the other cloth that was in there was had already obviously done a lot more uh, level eighty stuff than me and, and didn't need it. So I got some nice upgrades in there as well. Um, and it, and it became really painfully obvious that in there that um, affliction warlocks. You know, I'm, I'm an affliction warlock. 
my DPS, well, my DPS compared to everybody else's was pathetic. Like I'm doing, you know, maybe 900 DPS and, and they're doing closer to 2,000. And I think part of it is because you know, everybody's, uh, because the instances are relatively easy and, and things are dying so quick. Because trash and, and stuff die so quick, you know, even a, a full sequence of dots that I put up you know, don't get to have their full duration. So you know, I'm not I'm not doing as I'm not doing as much damage because they're dying fast because everyone else is killing stuff really fast. But uh, right, because you're not doing it, damage over time because you don't have the yeah, time to do the damage. damage. <laughs> so I, I really am thinking about you know even though I, I really like it, I am thinking about um, switching specs for the first time ever. On a Shao? Yeah, yeah. I've never had a, a Doomguard, so I'm I'm thinking I'll um you know it's it's probably time for me to try something else. Yeah. I mean it it's really it's a lot of fun and, and a lot easier to level affliction and I've I've leveled it now, so now's probably a good time to swap. So I might do that this week or in in the next couple of weeks over over the uh, holidays and play around. Like kind of jumping off of that, I'm thinking of maybe when I finally hit 80 on my Paladin, making him from protection to holy. So I think, I think there are definitely some, um, some trees that are just better for leveling. But then mm-hmm. once, you, once you've done leveling, then you can yeah. go and try out different stuff. But you have to kind of, like I, I'm, right now I have gear that I'm putting aside that might work really well with a holy Paladin with that, because that's completely different than what you need yeah. for it protection paladin so kind of keep stuff that you're like ooh, that's really nice um in in the bank because that's what the banks are for because some people don't some people sit there and say oh it's off my radar don't need it and then they change back and they're like oh remember that shield i could have used yeah exactly yeah yeah people yeah i mean uh, on my druid you know people keep saying oh, you know take take these tanking pieces and off off piece and you know i'm i'm very firm i i know that I will never spec my uh, druid away from resto, so I don't bother taking it. But but other things like on, on my pallet, I'm I'm the same. You know, I'm I'm uh, if there's you know, something for a DPS pallet, and then you know, I, and no one else needs it, I'll, I'll take it as an off spec because I'm, I may well um, swap away from protection, uh, especially given that there's so many death knights coming up that that want to be tanks. You know, that it's there seems to be crying out for healers and you know. DPS and, and tanks are, are a plenty at the moment, or well, certainly better than it was you know, at, in the Outlands. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I have been also been doing some stuff in my Death Knights. Um, uh, uh, me and my mates that have um, finally a couple of them uh, yeah, joined the the realm not that long ago and and uh, hit 55. So they've uh, all started Death Knights and and we ran. Uh, ramparts and blood furnace with uh, four death knights and a priest. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying um, the playing the death knights and, and running through instances on them. They're, they're just uber. And I I don't think I'm ever going to get bored of, of death grip. <laughs> just, just grabbing hold of mobs and pulling them to you. It's it's just fantastic. Uh, now, do you have uh, glyphs? I got glyphs. Yep. Oh yeah, you um, have an inscriptor. Yeah, I, I should uh, link you my inscription because I'm, I've been doing the northern uh, inscription research just about every day as well, and, and learnt some um, some nice uh, new glyphs. 
um, and they're ones that must be relatively rare because when I hover over them, um, the auctioneer tooltip says that they're selling for 40, 50 gold. So, mm. um, so I, yeah, but I'm not, yeah, you know, the same as Glanther. I'll, I'll dabble in the auction house, but I'm, I'm really past the time of, you know, spending hours on ends, making as much gold as I can because, I mean, I, I got to the end of Burning Crusades and I had, I don't know, I mean, my gold was splattered all over the place, but I probably had 10, 15,000 gold and you know, I didn't do anything with it. You know, it's, it's just, it just sits there and you know, by the time I've leveled all my tunes through through Northrend, it's going to be just, it's going to be worse unless there's something useful to spend money on. So you know, I, I don't bother spending hours on end um, trying to make money off the auction house. You just don't need to anymore. Uh, but uh, I have been levelling my profession, so I've been working the auction house a bit only in that I've, I've had to buy stuff, which, which is new for me. Um, not a whole lot of stuff, but I, I ran out of materials trying to, trying to level my professions. There's this horrible dead spot, and I, and I guess it's probably the same across all professions, but specifically I was levelling dual crafting and alchemy. And both of them, there's this dead spot around 4.15 to 4.20 or 4.20 to 4.25 where the only things you can make are green. So, right. so you, you just no have to make a lot of them. There's just yeah. no guaranteed um, skill point. You just have to keep making them. And uh, like in, in the case of alchemy, um, you know, I, I wanted to get to 4.25 so that I could start transmuting Earth Siege diamonds. Mm. Um, and I just had to keep buying herbs <laughs> You had sixty gold a stack to to uh, to get those last five points. So, wow. you, know, you get you get into that mindset of like, well, I could just stop now and and go and quest more, and when I've got right, yeah. a whole bunch of stacks, I'll I'll just level it. But it's like, no, <laughs> today's the day I'm living my alchemy. Oh, all right, right and you just have to, and there's no reason or rhyme, <laughs> but it, you get it in your head. <laughs> yeah, and all I need is all I need is just, five more, and I'll more. get a point, and yeah. and then yeah. yeah. And then I can so, go over here, and I know that I have this, and yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to get so I wanted to get to four twenty five so I can transmute the Earth Siege diamonds, and uh, uh, alchemists have been screwed over uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah. There's no there's no cooldown on the Earth Siege diamond transmute, which means that you can make as many as you want and and skill up, which is good for leveling. But what it means is the market's flooded with them. So they're worthless. The the um, um, the, the, the price on them is, is just plummeting because the, the market's flooded with them. Uh, but I'm I'm making them anyway because I want I sent them then send them to Jekyll, my jewel crafter, because once he hit uh, four twenty, um, he could use them to to um, cut to level his jewel crafting. So it's all all swings and roundabouts. Yeah. So, and it's the same for him as well. I just had to go through um, prospecting stack after stack of of saronite, and and the um, in order to get some blue quality gems, and it's dropped off um, quite considerably from the outlands. I know when I was I was prospecting outland ore, I'd pretty much get a a blue gem out of you know. So you've got a stack of twenty. You know, it takes five to prospect, so that's you know that's four things, four times you prospect a single stack, and out of that four, I'd be pretty much assured of getting one blue item, one blue gem, and, and the rest green quality gems. With the uh, the Northrend ore, 
It's more like one in every two stacks or every two and a half stacks. So there's a lot more green quality gems floating around and, and so the price of those is falling through the floor because you know they're they're just in abundance because everybody's just you know prospecting stack after stack of ore trying to get some blue quality gems. Um so that's you know that's a, a tad annoying as well. Um but uh, uh I'm not complaining because I'm I'm hanging on to the gems because I've I'm doing they're they're actually useful for the the dual crafting daily. I've been doing the, the dual crafting daily every day as well, uh, and it you know, it takes a different gem every day, you know, or two or three different gems every day to to complete the dual crafting daily. Um, so that's so that's fairly useful. Um, so I'm getting up there. Um, th- there's some more funny things with what they've done with um, the level of of gear, like I I mentioned and yeah. Complained rather about how uh, the, the level of that you have to be to actually use reputation items that that you seem to get early on uh, is is a mismatch, and there's more mismatches in things like um, I'm leveling inscription, and there's this epic uh, offhand that I can learn at to to make it 400, but I can't actually use it until I'm 425. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> You've just taught me how to use it. But I've got to uh, how to make it, but I can't actually use it and, until I put another twenty five, learn another twenty five points of inscription. It just doesn't make yeah. sense. No, that doesn't. Yeah, why not four hundred? Mm. So, so that's that's annoying. Uh, I've got to um, grind my inscription up, and uh, you know, but I've I've used all my herbs now and left the alchemy. So <laughs> <laughs> I won't be doing that. Um, just doing the the daily northern research. Is is enough on my inscription because I'm I'm having to prospect a good couple of stacks of of uh, herbs a day in order to get the the rare quality. Um, what's the word? It's the stuff that you get out of it that you then turn into um, the ink, the pigment. Yeah, the pigment. Yeah. So there's, there's the rare the rare quality pigment. Uh, I think it's icy pigment. Is um, I'm only getting one of those out of a stack, so I've got to prospect a couple of stacks a day to get the, to make the ink to do my northern research. So going through lots of materials anyway, and uh, but uh, I'm leveling the professions. It's it's fun. You're a good horde consumer. That's right. <laughs> Most of it's from my alts, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, the the other thing that I've done, which is Oriented well, it's partially oriented towards uh, um, working in the auction house and, and making the most of, of these uh, expensive days of the early in the expansion, and, and also to um, in, in case it's needed for the uh, AIE, a, a raffling off a Meccano hog, one of the motorbikes. Yeah. Um, and so where we needed, um, it takes uh, quite a few Titan steel bars. Um, to make that, and so I've got—I don't know how many miners I've got, but I had at least two miners that w- that was at three seventy-five, and I'd level one of them to to four fifty just by scouring Scholazar base. And so I, I went and and Jekyll's a, a miner as well, a dual crafter. So I had him out. You know, he's only still only level seventy in Scholazar base and seventy-five or whatever, but had him out in there and, and leveled him up to four fifty. So now I've got two miners that have got a daily Titan steel uh, cooldown. Oh, cool. And yeah, um, they're, they're 
you could probably buy the materials to make a Titan steel for about 150-odd gold, and they're selling for 300 to 350 So wow. that's a, a couple that's- of hundred is a nice daily profit per miner you've got. So, so if I was to sell them every day, you know, they um, yeah, you could you could make four hundred gold a day on on just on the, the Titan steel cooldowns. And I think all the all the people, if you if you look in trade chat, there's people spamming almost constantly for you know want to buy Titan steel cooldown. And you know you've got to wonder whether it's people that that actually want the Titan steel bars or, or whether it's people that are just clued onto that and buying the mats, you know, paying. 30 gold for someone to, to make it and then still selling it for you know, 150 gold um, profit for, for, you know, basically for doing nothing. Right, yeah. So, so um, yeah, I've got a few Titan steel bars laying around and uh, the, the price on them is uh, coming down. So I think the, the, those, these good days of, of high profits aren't going to last uh, too much longer, uh, certainly on the weekend. On the weekend, yeah, they come down to... I think the lowest I've probably seen one is is two hundred and fifty for for a bar. So it'll all it'll all level out eventually as it does, and until uh, Blizzard you know, does some patch that brings some new demand for some item, that uh, the price of stuff will go back up again. So all in all, uh, quite an eventful week. I, and I, I, but besides the show, I have been doing um, the Winter's Vale quests, not not all the achievements, but at least doing the quests. Um, on my, you know, my you know, high level ults, so um, I'm about to do them on my my two level sixty death knights, but I've done it on uh, five seventies. Uh, so, and as a result of that, you get you know the stuff that it gives you as a quest reward is crap. You know, it's like ten light leather or you know a, a mage royal or something. But but the stuff that you, that you then get sent in your mail the, the the next couple of days after that is is quite good. I've I've got the uh, the tailor and green suit, the enchanting um, f- you know, frost weapon. Um, but you know that but, some of the things that they the crap stuff is actually can be used to make some of the stuff like the copper bars and mm-hmm. the um the wool and one other thing is used to make um the winter boots and if it wasn't for what he sent me in the mail i wouldn't have been able to make half the boots i made okay so i thought that was kind of neat it's quite good you know right. elixirs of frost power and uh, enchants yeah. and stuff so they're all they're all pretty cool Right, but if I hadn't gotten the initial one from the first quest, I wouldn't yeah. be able to make the boots. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably do that on a, on a few more alts and and uh, and look forward to a whole bunch of. It'll be, it'll be interesting to. I haven't actually seen anything that they've added. Uh, you know, yeah. For high year. level content this year, so you know, there's no. And even the the winter revelers. Oh, that, that's the other thing, of course. I, I hope everybody's kissing the the winter revelers in the inns um, every hour or, or every day. If you're not actually logging into them, the winter revelers that are in Dalaran don't work. Right, you kiss them, only you get anything. You've actually got to go to the winter revelers in you know, the, the the old world major cities and and kiss them. How about chat? Um, chat works. Yeah, yep. you know, I haven't uh, I haven't been to the end in, in chat because 
I I set all my hearth to Dalaran. Mm-hmm. And and then when you take the portal to Shat, you're not even you're downstairs now by the other portals. Yep. So a couple of times I tried to get back to the inn, and it's like you forget because you know you can't just go up to it. You have to go to one of those side ramps. Yep. And then get up to the top of the circle and like figure out which way do I go. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you know Shat used to be home, and now Shat doesn't feel like home anymore. It's it's very deserted. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So you, you're basically forced to to go somewhere else, and and unlike uh, I think I've mentioned on, um, I forget I, f- I forget which uh, holiday thing it was, but this debuff that you get when you actually kiss the, the winter revelers, if you're not logged in, it doesn't count down. So you can't log into every alt every hour and re-kiss. It, right. It, if you're not logged into it, then it stays there unless you've played it for an hour. If you're actually playing it for an hour, you can go and kiss again. Uh, otherwise, yeah. you've got to wait till the next. It does a daily reset. Yeah, I noticed that. But that's but that's all right. I mean, yeah, I got a, I got probably a hundred. I mean, the only thing they actually need for achievements is is the snowflakes, and I probably got a hundred snowflakes in the first day, and you only need ten. Right. But uh, I'll have a, a lot of mistletoe, I think, by the, by the end of these holidays. <laughs> and and mistletoe is good now because you know you, you need need spirit. Spirit helps lots of people now, so it's all good. So that's me. What about you? Hey, let's see. What have I been doing? Okay. Well, first of all, I had two sex changes. <laughs> <laughs> what? You changed to male and then back to female. No, I changed um, the Ardrian, who was my uh, blood elf um, male death knight. I changed him to a her, and she became April, you know, April with an E. <laughs> you just like handing money over to Blizzard, don't you? Yeah. I like yeah, giving money to Blizzard. I don't care. I want Blizzard to stay in business. And they're probably going, oh, let's figure out some way we can get more money from April. <laughs> She'll fall for this for sure. Yes. And Real Fire, who was my female uh, hunter, um, uh, Torin became Auruk. A-U-R-U-K, and he's a she now. <laughs> well, I just, I never liked the female Torrens. And once I had a, a Torrin death knight that was male, I realized that that's what, you know, cows should be male. <laughs> There's a saying that all dogs are um, males and all cats are females. Well, to me, all Torrens are males and all blood elves are females. <laughs> One yeah. way or another. <laughs> so, and it was fun. It was neat. Um, there was a glitch, and I have to call Blizzard about it because I did um, the Ardrian and it didn't take. And at first, I thought maybe I logged in and didn't see the button, but a button pops out to the side of the name once you're ready for uh, once it's gone through, and it's very clear to see. And you click on it, and you go through the you go back to the screen change, which it was kind of neat and easy and fun to do. So. I might even do it one more time on uh, just on um, 
the Pramal, because I thought the V would be cool, but it's hard saying their name, so I might go back. And a name change is $10, and um, the sex and feature change is, uh, is 15 so for $5 more, I could change something else about her. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, with, like, with like the names like the Pramal and the Arjun, it's almost like the Oprah. Yeah, well, it actually, I think I mentioned this a while back, but it actually came from... Uh, well, never mind. <laughs> it just seemed like cool at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, death nights were so cool. Speaking of which, I brought them to Negrand, um, and uh, I had them get some flight paths in Outland. I actually had a bunch of uh, one lower level character who had like all these flight paths from um, not the mid was it the no trick or treating from Halloween when I was pulling them all around. And I was able to do uh, send real fire at the time, and then summon all my dust, death, death knights using uh, Aprilian as a warlock, you know, summoning. Which is kind of neat if you if you haven't heard about it. But I'm excited about the um, changes in the summoning. Warlocks will be able to make a summoning stone kind of thing. Very excited about this. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, I can't wait to see what it's going to be like. Um, and I I loved having death knights in um. In the grand, they couldn't get any quests because they're too low. They're sixty-two and sixty-three. Well, sixty-two at the time. They're both sixty-two. But um, you know, they can kill everything in the grand without any problems. And um, then I decided I wanted to try some instances with them. And that was just silly because, well, I mean, I could do them, but the ones that were easier to do, like um, uh, Black Rock. The level was too low for them to get any XP, but they did get a few couple of nice, you know, gear and stuff. Okay. I tried upper and lower, and it was fun, except I got lost <laughs> at one point trying to find lower. I went past yeah. the entrance there. It's funny. If you don't do these things on a regular basis, they all of a sudden all that um, muscle memory that you had before just goes out the window. You either get lost or you fall in the lava and die and give up. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. We did try Hellfire Citadel, and we could do that except for the patch. There's a lot of patch in Hellfire Citadel. And um, I might go back and try it. It takes a lot of concentration, too. I wasn't really... There was too many things that could that were interrupting me, so I, I, um, I think I died because the phone rang or something. And it's funny. No matter what you say to people, no matter how you try to phrase it, there's no way to say... Um, can I call you back? I'm getting ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in the, you know, in this dungeon, there's like, there's no way you can say I'm playing this game and I don't want to die that they would understand. <laughs> there's no, there's no pause in this game. Yes. That's it. And you, you know, there's nothing you can do. And you, you're sitting there listening to your mother go on and on about something. And you you know, you got to turn the volume down cause you can hear your character go, <laughs> or whatever, you know, and so it's just kind of, it's not fair. You know, if it was anything else, my mother always tells me, oh, I'm watching the Golden Girls, in which, of course, she's, this is the episode where um, Blanche and, uh, what's her name, picks on Rose, you know, that she's seen 340 times already, but I have to call her back <laughs> when she's watching Golden Girls, and I can't tell her to call me back because I'm getting ready to die. But Tell anyways, me what's your garden bills. Yeah, that's what I should do. 
<laughs> well, the price is right. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so, um, and then finally I tried Strathalm. Stro- Stro- What's the one in Eastern Plague Land? Strathalm. Strathalm, yeah. And that's the one I'm, I'm going to do because that was really neat. It, it's going in with Aprilian and three Death Knights is like, whoo, you know. And I know I don't have a healer, which I think I might need. So I might have to try to get a healer instead because I guess there's some kind of worm thing that gets on you because I was in there and I had gotten away and I'm sitting here drinking and I walk away and I come back and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a safe spot. There's no mobs. And all of a sudden I come back and my death knight's dead <laughs> and my other death knight is dying. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? She's drinking. Then I saw the, 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 uh, debuff on her that said that she had some kind of worm thing. And I had to actually sit there and bandage her and um, keep her drinking just to keep her alive for like six minutes. <laughs> so I logged off and I logged it's, back on. Huh? I'm not sure what that, that debuff is. Yeah, it was some kind of infection with some kind of cadaver worms. Okay. It was really very, very annoying. But um, I guess that's another thing that's coming in the patch. Some of the... Um, a lot of the instances will be soloable. That's going to be neat. So, I we just went back to the Grand, and at first I went back with Aprilian and, and Araku, which I should do because uh, Aprilian is oh, at the time she was she's oh she's sixty six, get ready to ding sixty seven, and Araku is sixty five, and they can do the quest, but I hate not using my other two accounts. I hate right. not. I hate just playing with two. How boring! So, just playing with yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone's. And then of course, there's all this other stuff going on. Because, and I know this isn't the way Blizzard designed it, and it's really crazy. But I'm out there, and I come upon a mining node, and I don't have a miner. But if I bring the other two, I have a miner. I have a, I have Araku as a skinner. I'm, you know, I'm being green. I'm getting everything I can get. So I brought them back out, and even though they didn't have any of the um, any of the quests, they just followed Aprilian and Araku as they finished their quest, and you know, mine stuff. And I was actually getting some um, motes of earth from those uh, swirling um, rock thingies. So that was kind of neat. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Araku has gotten her. Uh, I mean, um. April has gotten her mining up to uh, three seventy five. So I'm thinking I'm looking at the same thing that you're looking at, getting that, getting her up to four fifty, so she can do the Titan steel thing. Mm-hmm. Cool down. Um, selling tons of pets on the Alliance side. Uh, undercutting, having, you know, moving stuff over from the other side and uh, getting lots of money. I sold. I must have sold ten, twelve pairs of. Uh, Winter's, winter boots. I had um, Araku in uh, Angora Crater uh, getting leather, rugged leather. And uh, like, I must have made at least a thousand gold between winter boots and, um, and eggs. Oh, well done. <laughs> yes, it was pretty awesome. Even, even I've just, I mean, I, I went out and farmed a bunch of eggs. I probably got uh, 20 eggs or something at, at um yeah, I look at the time that it took me to go out there and 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 you know round them all up, and there was other people out there as well, and competing for kills, and and in the end, 
on on the like the fourth and fifth time around doing the bunch of quests. Oh, it's just bugger it. I'd, it's not, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just going to pay three bucks to buy five cookies <laughs> of your option now. So, <laughs> it's nothing. Uh, whatever. You know, well, okay, make, make some money. Fine. I actually had a couple of lower level uh, alts in, um, and they were on the refer friend count. So they were leveling pretty fast. They were at that level. They were like nine and five, and now they're like, well, they were eight and five, eight and four or something. Now they're like nine and seven. So then one was following the other and skinning the actual dragon hawk hatchling. Because that's, Eversong Woods is actually, if you want to know, the best place to farm small eggs. Because those dragon, ha- dragon yeah. hawks are just everywhere. And, and, it, and it's, almost a, it's almost higher than 100% drop rate because sometimes they drop more than one. Well, actually they were dropping two um, prior to Winter's Veil. Oh, yeah. But, but after Winter's Veil started, it went down to one. And there was still a couple of times when it two dropped, but I think it, it seemed like it, it it they dropped less afterwards. And I was out there a couple of times, and you know, had Death Knights one shot my the kill that I had marked. <laughs> yeah, very frustrating, but you know, oh, that's were, what I'm looking. I'm not, I can't remember if I mentioned this last week, but something I'm really looking forward to in in the next patch. Um, dots. You can you know no longer get kill steals by putting right dots up when you dot it it, and, it, it tags know, it yeah thank you Blizzard yeah that's pretty good so that was so um, it was nice making some money because I <laughs> I was getting kind of nervous and even though um, even in the grand um, Aprilian and Araku are making pretty good money with their quests and stuff and uh, selling the the quest item reward items that they can't use and also de the greens which by the way ja- the jasper got up to three, 275 and enchanting and now he can de uh, the um outland greens um i was worried that when they when aprilian does ding 70 that she wouldn't be able to fly cuz she wouldn't have the money but now i got a couple of thousand in gold in the bank and probably more by the time she gets to 70 I am so looking forward to flying. But I have to tell you, I don't have any regrets. I mean, I feel kind of silly that I'm just getting to Negrand, you know, and I know that everybody else is like, oh, yeah, she's in Negrand. But it's great because nobody else is, very few people are there, you know, except well, the occasional oh, death night. Great for, great for getting <laughs> that stuff done, but it's going to be a bit of a pain for, for doing your group quest. But I guess you just skip over those now. There's no real need for them. Even, I mean, well, there's a couple of quests, like the Nesting Wary quest, with the equivalent of, like, the Bangladesh and everything from Stranglethorn Vale, where you, where you have to go and get this elite, these elite guys. And yep. I'm not having any problems with, uh, even with just uh, Aprilian and Araku. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I got Ding Recorder add-on, because I wanted to, you know, record Aprilian's dings. And April dinged 63... But when the add-on took the screenshot, it's a, a, a screenshot. It makes a screenshot whenever you ding. Mm-hmm. It, it just showed her and her cloud of ding dusk. <laughs> ding <laughs> dust. <laughs> so I, I checked out the, uh, the information and I found out that you have to set it to show the interface, which is what you need so you can tell what level she actually dinged, you know, to sure. tell you. Yeah, so... Um, so I got it all set up so that when Aprilian dings 67, which I think she will this tomorrow, um, she'll have a screenshot. And I got my figure print. 
saw that. <gasps> oh my god, was it was it was so awesome because they didn't. I was expecting an email. I had checked the site. You know, well for those who don't know, it's fingerprint is a and it's at finger figure print. I keep wanting to call it fingerprint, but fingerprint dot com. It makes a statue of your um, your tune as it looks in the armory. You get to set it up and everything. And they have a nice interface, and they give you a lot of options. And um, I had ordered mine back in, I think, the beginning of November. And I had no idea it was coming. Uh, I saw the um, the FedEx guy pull up, but I didn't pay any attention to it. I live on the third floor, so I, I just thought maybe somebody else was getting it. And I went down to go to work uh, one day this week, and I work second shift. And I was walking. I was actually going to take the dogs out, and I was planning on leaving a little bit early so I went down and I saw the box and I saw the fragile and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And so, you know, I, I took the dogs out. They, they, they peed and that's all I do. I run them down before I leave. My husband comes back, comes home a few hours later and takes them out for a long walk. And I'm like grabbing the box. I'm like, okay, you guys run upstairs. And cause I wanted my hands totally free. And I like get up to the top and I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And I'm opening it up. And now, you know, the, the leaving early thing was out the window. Cause I had to open it. It was not even a question of, why don't I just put it under the tree and wait for Christmas. And the packaging was perfect. It was like in this, like this uh, piece of cardboard that was kind of like suspending it in the middle of the box. And it had the bubble wrap around it and, I pulled it out and I got Aprilian. And, you know, I know everybody wants to get there as an Uber gear. Well, Aprilian doesn't have any Uber gear. She doesn't have a tier five um, PVP, whatever. So she had her, those pants. I, I have to put a link in the show notes, but it's the ones that look um, like she's got like uh, a short mini pant, hot pants on and thigh high uh, stockings. And she's got the uh, AIE tabard, and she's bending over and blowing a kiss. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. very. She's so cute. And then <laughs> the worst part was, I, you know, I had to leave for work, but I'm running around the house going, "Where can I put it? Where can I put it? I don't want to put it anywhere that my husband might knock it over. I don't want to. Oh my god! Oh my god! And <laughs> finally, I cleared everything off my nightstand. And then I dusted it down and cleaned it off. <laughs> My husband comes home and says, oh, you cleaned off the nightstand. That was worth $150. <laughs> Just to get you to dust. <laughs> First time in years. Yes, I'm not a very housekeeper-y type person. So that was his little dig at me. So anyways, um, I'm going to include pictures in the show notes. And I'm very happy. And I'm now... Want to get my orc death knight <laughs> done? I had I actually won another lottery. So what happens is you can't just go to the site and order this thing. <laughs> Boy, it it makes it's funny because uh, did you ever see you ever watch um uh Frasier? Mm-hmm. Have you ever yeah. watched Frasier, Glantha? Uh, yes, I have. Well, there Not was very this, much, but there was this spa where they had the gold room or something and just because he heard of it and he didn't get an invitation to it he wanted it so i i think figure prints are kind of like that because you can't just walk in and buy it you have to enter a, a raffle to have the privilege to pay these people to make your statue 
and you have to pay $150. It's $129, but plus shipping, it comes to $150. But anyways, I won another raffle, and I'm thinking about doing my orc. I, I know I am going to do it. It's going to be my Christmas present to myself. Do my orc death night. And uh, I took some pictures of... You can go on the website and fool around, pull your character out of the armory, and when you... Well, I don't know if you can do it if you haven't won the raffle, but... And I, I had a picture of her without her pants on, but with her tablet, not showing anything, but the orc muscles on a death knight are just so awesome on the legs. <laughs> and she's bald, and she's got the little earrings and stuff. Anyways, okay, so maybe I'm going on too much about this. <laughs> clearly excited about it. I, yeah. I, and so every night before I go to bed, I look over at Aprilian, and she blows me a little kiss goodnight. <laughs> I love it. So anyways, I'm out and out, land. I'm doing a... Um, the one silly thing that happened, though, was um, uh, Aprilian got one of the quests before Araku, the one where he she has to go and uh, kill the um, um, ogres and free the survivors. And so she did it once with Aprilian, and then she did it again with Araku, and then, then again they had to go back and kill the big guy. But it was all fun and good XP, so... I don't mind me doing a a quest like that. Uh. And um, I bought a Sunscope. I, I've been buying stuff on the Alliance Auction House with the pet money. I've been buying Frost Weave so that um, Aprilian can level up her uh, tailoring because she's, she's going to get a flying carpet <laughs> when she gets high enough. And um, so I bought a Sunscope, which... Uh, um, Araku had gotten a new crossbow from the Nessingbury quest line, but he didn't have a scope. So I got this scope, and it's a plus 40 haste, the haste scope. Nice. But, yeah, it's really nice, but it turned out that it needed a level 70 to put on it. So I was running around. Actually, I was in Dalaran last night, and I saw Shayo, but she logged off before I could get her attention. So I managed to get um, Molly shot this morning. It was level 80. Um, it was kind of neat because the crossbow that Araku had was um, bind on pickup, you know, because it was a quest item. But she was able to put it in the do not trade slot, and I was able to give the uh, sun scope to Molly shot, and she applied it. So now she has this level 70 scope. Yeah, very awesome. And uh, I'm just, then I took the, uh, the uh, Death Knight's back out with me, following me around in Outland. I mean, in the, the, the Grand. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that if I didn't have them, that Aprilian would have been 80, would have been seven, uh, 67 by now, because, of course, they're sletching off some of her XP. But when I get in a bind, it's just so neat to get them both going at the same time, you know? And uh, they're just, I just love the Death Knights, and I love, you know... I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little afraid to pay my death knights too much because I think I'll end up leveling those and and not level not my seventies. Yeah, yeah, that that is. A problem. It's going to take some willpower. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing, and I'm having fun. And I don't. I'm glad you guys are in Northrend, and I love hearing about Northrend, and I'll, I'll be there eventually. But um, Outland is great. Eventually, soon. <laughs> huh? Let's say well, eventually. Say soon. Soon, well, soon? I still got I still got Netherstorm and 
area uh, shadow moon valley oh oh that's the other thing too it's so funny as you get higher in your leveling you almost you you and you you go to areas where you couldn't go before or that were hard to go before and you forget that you, you've gotten more powerful because um you know shadow moon valley was where um Aprilian had to go to make shadow cloth mm-hmm. and every once in a while I, I, I forget a lot but she still has some she's still gonna make some shadow uh, weave things before she gets to Northrend. Although I was looking at the, she did go and uh, train frost weave, some frost weave stuff, and it's actually some level seventy frost weave stuff that'll probably outdo her, the shadow weave things that she was saving to to wear. But um, when she runs out there now, before I used to um, put a, a, what's that thing? The stone, the soul stone on her. Yep. And she'd run out as far as she could to get to the altar. And, of course, one of those swirling things or the something would kill her. Yeah. Yep. And then she'd uh, wait for it to run away. And then she'd, you know, uh, use the soul stone, soul stone and, and then make it to the um, the altar. Well, every time and lately when I've been going out there, whatever has been attacking her, she can kill it. <laughs> it's so awesome to be to a level. You know, and it's not like she she puts a soul stone on her and she doesn't even use it. She gets out there, kills these guys like, wow, that feels good. (laughs) I'm a big girl now. I'm a big girl now. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Sweet. So um, let's get to the mail. Um, Well, we got one from Blade and we got one from M.O., um, I'm going to start with M.O.'s because um, we were talking about the um, Revelers. The Winter and, Revelers. Yeah. Let, let's, let's start with Mo's but not read Mo's because okay. um, uh, I, this, was, this was something that, that I've done at, at least last year and, right. and did start again doing again this year. Right. And, and actually posted in the forums and said, you know, hey, guys, you can double your kisses and, and get – Twice as many mistletoe or snowflakes or whatever, uh, and one of the guildies um, pointed out that uh, Blizzard is aware of this and considers it an exploit and may ban your account if you if you do it. Wow! So I'd rather not tell people about it. Actually, but, there's no problem with telling people about it because it doesn't work anymore. Really? <laughs> if you do it, you just get one one thing. I've I've tried it a couple of times, and when you do it, you you still kiss them both, but you only get one item. So Blizzard fixed it. No, nope, they haven't. I just did uh, it. Got- you just did it. Uh, did you? Oh well, I guess I must have done something wrong. Okay, so <laughs> whatever it was, mo. <laughs> it was well, a. Well, um, we can we can say what it is without saying what it is. So right. wherever there are, wherever the winter revelers are that you kiss, there's two of them. Now, there's a male and there's a female, and you know, for whatever reason, I guess Blizzard might make you think that you're uncomfortable if you're a guy and you're going to kiss the the male one and you kiss the female one. I just I just click somewhere near it, and whichever one it is, you know, slash kiss, whatever right. next. But because there's two of them, there's there's and there's obviously lag between when you slash kiss one of them and when the server says okay. You've you've done your kiss for this hour. 
um, here's, here's your reward for doing that and here's your 60-minute debuff so that you, can, you can't kiss anyone else um, under the mistletoe for another hour. If you're fast, you could kiss both of them. And suffice to say, you know, by, by using macros, you, you can kiss both of them relatively fast and, and so get two kisses in and, and get two lots of, of whatever. And there's a couple of different ways you can do that. And it, it, it worked last year and it, and it works again this year. So I really don't see that Blizzard are in any great rush to fix it. But, yeah. they, but they do acknowledge it as an exploit. And I think the chances that they ban you are probably low, but it is an exploit and they have said that they, they do ban for that sort of thing. Right. And you don't really get that big of something to risk, you know, you get an extra snowflake. <laughs> you know, to risk for getting banned. So, yeah. But of course, having said that, I mean, those snowflakes are an achievement. Anything Maybe that's, that's why they, yeah, people uh, want to do. Means gold. Yeah. So, anyways, you want to read blades? Oh, they're not soul bound. The snowflakes you can trade. Yeah, so. you can trade them. You can't put them up for auction, but you can trade no. them. Yeah. Yeah. So we've heard from Blade. Hey, Blade. And we love Blade. I want you to know that. Blade, you're wonderful. Uh, do you want to read? Sure. Well, how about I start and... And, and uh, I'll, we'll I'll pick it up. Halfway, halfway Glance through the, so what's those things that you... A thesis. Yeah. <laughs> Blade, Blade is very kind. I'm, I'm not putting him down at all. He's very kind and, and sent us the equivalent of a thesis uh, most weeks, which, which we enjoy a lot. And really welcome. So here we go. Yes, yeah, so he's like Congrats our professor War- of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, the world right. of Warcraft. <laughs> Maybe that's an achievement, a title. Yeah. Professor Blade. Congrats to all the winners of the contest and kudos to those that contributed. It's always interesting to see the variance in lifestyle of Warcraft players. Now, Old Blade's been doing some looking around and has decided for you folks that have found your way to Dalaran are unless they're impressed with how lag it is to take you a tour on the sewers. Why? Well, it's a little less congested with mindless drones running around bogging up the server. And that's just the NPCs. See what I did there? I didn't say anything about those nasty alliance players there at all. Diplomacy for the win. (laughs) So, find the stairs up to the flight path. See that hole in the wall beside it? That leads down. There's a few of these tunnels scattered around Dalaran. Beneath the hustle bustle of the lag-infested metropolis that is Dalaran, there is a different place. Lots of dark-looking, wizardy types like these guys. Personally, I think they've read one too many Harry Potter books. What's it, Nocturne Alley? But that's just me. They're dressing to fit in, you see. The Dalaran Sewers is a darker, quieter place where old Blade and other rogues of nefarious near-dwellers can relax, kick back and not have to pretend we're for the light or other such nonsense. We're creatures of shadows and the sewers is a nice, dark place. However, you'll want to be aware of where you step in the sewers. There's enough water here to hold a shark, probably for any unwary goody-goodies that stray too far in the wrong direction. Or maybe someone needs to get rid of something. Either way, Sagacetes, I think that's probably how you pronounce it, Sega, Sagacetes? Yeah, Sagacetes. has been here long enough that the locals named him. There's huge sewer rats and alligators waiting to take a snap at you. Don't know what's in that area with a big chunk of meat. Maybe it's something we use to spook the tourists. Evil orc laugh. Oh, I should ins- insert evil orc laugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Lots of rats, though. I caught one unfortunate fellow while I was trying my hand at fishing. Oh, I wonder if he was actually the, the giant rat, the pet. Caught a couple of these magic eaters, too. Don't know what they do yet. Oh, I can tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll stop there. Um, the magic eaters are a really cool um, buff slash debuff food. They, they give you a, a random buff, um, possibly. So you sit down and eat them like some other food, and after 10 seconds, you'll either get a nice buff, and, and there's, there are, they are, really are some nice ones, like you know, um, plus spell damage, you know, plus stamina, or you know, plus attack power. There's, there's actually some quite nice buffs in there. Um, or <laughs> they'll turn you into like a cockroach or something. Oh, and, wow. and, the cock, and the cockroach is actually quite cool. You, you, if, when you move, it, it flutters around and it's, it's kind of – its wings flutter and you're kind of swerving from side to side out of control and, and it actually looks quite cool. But because it's a debuff, um, you can't get rid of it. You've, you've got to sit through it and it's, I think it's about 40 seconds. So oh. if, if you're about to go in you – know, you, you actually want to eat just before a fight but – you, you might sit there and eat for 10 seconds and get turned into a cockroach and, and not get a buff <laughs> on it. Um, you, you don't have to wait for those 40 seconds to expire. You can eat again. And so in another 10 seconds, you either get turned into another cockroach or something um, or get a buff. But either way, um, while you're a cockroach, you're, you're effectively stunned. You can't, you can't do spells or anything. So your party members have to wait for your debuff to, to wear off. Um, before you can uh, start the fight. So, um, you, and if you're down there in the sewers um, fishing up for the uh, pet rat, you'll get stacks and stacks of these magic eaters. And uh, they're, they're quite nice bus foods. So um, keep on. They, they don't sell for very much in the auction house. I tried. So I'm just hanging on to them and, uh, and, and using them uh, well. Anyway, well, I'll, I'll continue. Oh, while we're on the subject of mysterious things with unknown properties, you may wish to visit in the sewers. You may, in your visit to the sewers, find one of these underbelly elixirs sitting on the ground. They have unknown properties and work only in the city of Deloran. I've heard they had transformative properties. Uh, I'll stop there again because I actually saw for the first time either yesterday or the day before uh, um, uh, another another Aussie officer in, in our guild, Calisynth, um, hankering around down in the sewers <laughs> as, as one of the... Um, uh, the Tuscar people, <laughs> and it actually uh, transforms you into a into a Tuscar, and and gives you a um, plus ten buff on on fishing. Oh wow! So if you want to level your, your, your fishing up, then then the sewers and, and finding one of these underbelly elixirs is, elixirs is uh, certainly the way to do it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, looks looks cool. So unfortunately, only works in Dalaran, as, as Blade said. But um, yeah, and I haven't actually seen any lying lying around. But I'll ha- I'll have to look closer now. I didn't realise I was just lying around. Speaking of transformations, I've been meaning to talk to the locals about this level eighty rat I saw. It seems he's gathered four level one turtles to him, and they've all been exposed to whatever oozes are on the ground here in the sewers. Maybe he'll teach them some form of combat training and they'll grow up and become <laughs> master rogues. Ninja turtles, if you will. If you will. What he has to do is name them. I'll suggest a list of Renaissance painters as possible choices for him. Say Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo and Raphael come to mind. Oh, yep. you know, if that happens, uh, maybe a brilliant <laughs> should go down and hang out with them. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> 
Yep, we rogues all stick together. For example, I've been meaning to talk to Miss Tina here about her stealthing skill. It's not quite so effective when your pet wall pup is standing out in plain sight for all to see. But old Blade loves his fellow rogues, which is where I'm leading to with my tip. A macro specifically for the more subtle among us rogues, the shadow step. Now, if you've used shadow step, you'll know that it poofs you directly behind your target. The utility of it is clearly of the most benefit for anyone that uses daggers. I've heard of its use in garroting someone as well, which is not dagger-specific. You non-dagger folks can adapt this macro to suit your needs. If you're specced enough in the subtlety tree and use daggers, then improved ambush is a must-have due to its fairly massive bonus crit potential, and you'll most likely have premeditation, a talent that adds two combo points to your target instantly. Here's the macro that I've been using with a great deal of success. And, of course, this will be in the show notes, so you don't need to write this down as I say it, but it's slash cast premeditation, slash cast shadow step, slash cast ambush. Seems simple enough, and then we're all on the same global timer. So when I pop it and they're all ready to go, I instantly poof behind my target and bam, ambush them, most likely with a crit, for an easy four-point combo. Add a final combo point here if you prefer, I do or don't, depending on how much health my target has. Kidney shot, then zip behind them because here you should have upwards of 80 or more energy and backstab them twice. If they aren't dead yet, they're pretty darn close. To sum it up, yeah, (laughs) rogues are deadly. If you don't see rogues coming, you're dead. (laughs) It's it's like whoever gets the first move in is the winner, basically. Uh, Rogues beat the crap out of me. To sum it up, it's a macro that has helped me immensely. I get awesome burst damage and I have much more survivability than I did when I was using two swords in the combat tree. Seriously, I theory crafted it and attacked combat dummies and everything. Oh, I'm impressed. He's practiced on target damage. And now, something from Old Blade's Easter Egg Basket. Who wants to take over? Um, I will. Unless okay. you want to, Glantha. Um, I can you take over. This. Okay, go ahead. So... Something I just noticed, when you're in the sewers of Dalaran, pull up your map, it says Circle of Wills in the center. Anyone now know anything about real-life human anatomy? The Circle of Willis is a collection of arteries at the base of the brain that provides a number of different supply routes for blood and nutrients to get to the brain. Interesting that the circular hub with lots of fluid beneath Dalaran is simply is named very similarly, perhaps the mind of Dalaran could not exist without these circle of wills in the sewers providing sustenance to it. This one's for the hordies out there. And I have to say like that, like, Blade knows everything. I was yeah, going to say that. A little bit of everything. Um, this one's for the hordies out there. If you're an alliance player and you know who you are, you will either have to be really sneaky or roll a low horde tune to see this. Inside the bank in Undercity, the four bankers are named Ophelia, William, Randolph, and Mortimer, respectively. The sneaky thing here is the fact that they all have the same name, Montague. Is it a reference to Shakespeare? You know the Montague family in Romeo and Juliet? Ah, my friends, that is what we call a red herring. The real secret is in their first names. Randolph and Mortimer were the big shot banking brothers in the 1983 movie Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Ophelia was a love interest character played by Jamie Lee Curtis. William is probably a reference to Eddie Murphy's character, Billy Ray. 
That's all for now. As always, an awesome podcast, guys. Thanks, Blade. Wow, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I love those I little up, Easter I, eggs. I don't pick up stuff like that. I mean, I no. could have stared at those names. <laughs> and I mean, some, some of it I do to get references to real world stuff, but uh, yeah, the, the more subtle ones I, I miss. So, so Pon Far sent me an, a PM in, uh, on the uh, forums for, uh, for the instance, which we get to use, which is nice. And the instance um, is a podcast. Uh, you really? can find it at theinstance.net. I don't know. Probably if you listen to us, you've listened to the instance. And I uh, hear as of next February, they get theinstance.com. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited about that. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, we are, we, Randy and uh, Scott are great guys, and, you know, they are a wonderful podcast. We salute them. Palm Farm writes, listen for the first time on my iPod during drive to work. The free month contest. I may have missed something, but what are you judging the entries on? Um, first of all, it's just, we're just going to do a random roll. But, the, I th- yeah. Yeah, he's in the is drawing, he, so he counts. Easy as that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just him and M.O., uh, I think Blade is, you know, basically a part of the podcast, so he doesn't count unless he wants to. So um, we're just gonna do a slash. Oh, actually, I think I'll flip a coin, and either you or Mo will, will win a month free. And we'll do this. We're gonna be doing this every um, week for the next few weeks. So send in your emails to. Uh, Control Altwild Gmail dot com or you can PM me or any way you want and uh you'll qualify. Um also uh if you're all paid up and you would prefer you could also um choose uh an authenticator instead because I do have some authenticators to give away. Uh enchanting, is there a mod or something that can tell me if my bank mats will only make gray enchants, helping me to decide to AH those mats? Um, isn't that part of auctioneer? I have called, something. It's called Enchantrix, right? Okay, yeah, but it is yeah. I think Enchantrix is part of Auctioneer, so you might want to just go ahead and download a, a auctioneer. And what I do is I hover over my greens. And it tells me, oh, oh, if my bank mats will only make gray enchants. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to tell you that, that what you've no. got are useless because you can't level up from them. Right, I'm, no, I'm yeah. Sure that actually does that. That's a great question. And that yeah. would be a very useful uh, mod. And that would be and grateful for it, not just... And it does it, but uh, I'm, I'm, I don't think that it does. And and it would be great not just for enchanting. I know I have a bunch of pigments and inks in my uh, inscriptor bag that I'm pretty sure I can't use anymore. If I knew that, yeah, I could that's... I could get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, leatherworking is pretty easy. Um, but I guess uh, that's probably the only one that has. Probably the closest thing that you could do would be to to actually um, open up your your trade school window. And click the the have materials thing. So you have yeah. to actually take them out of your bank and put them in your bag, right? And, and click on have materials. And but that's only going to work if you've got all the materials for for a um, a specific 
um, enchant, or you, or you could scroll through them and and the, the grey ones and and see that you know, it'll show you that you've got some of the materials in in your uh, in your bag and and know to get rid of them that way. But it's it's a bit clunky. Right. Yeah. Um, mix switch. I was looking <laughs> online to find a gizmo that would allow me to key the mic the mic in in ventrilo using a foot switch that would replicate the keystroke. I found many of a wide price range. Do you know of any who uses these and would recommend one? Hmm. No. A foot switch that would replicate the keystroke. Yeah. What? What? I'm not. I don't understand what he's asking for. He wants to be able to turn his mic on and off in Ventrilo using his foot. Yeah, like a pedal that's going to be the push the talk button. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's a neat idea, but um. Hey, thanks for those questions, Pomfar, but we can't, you've, you've snubbed Stop, us, stopped us, us. Yeah, well, but if anybody out that. there can answer those, you know, send us a, some guy will write in from some, some, from some, um, drumming podcast, you know, say, oh, I've, I've, I've hacked my, my drum set and I'm, I'm using the, the pedals from, from my drum kit and to, to turn eventually one and off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wonder if you could use something from your, if you had rock band <laughs> or something. It'd be interesting. I do know that I had a USB, um, uh, you know, I had a USB thing for my my laptop. I wonder if that could be used somehow, you know. Mm. So uh, let us know, and uh, we'll look into that. So um, let's see. Does anybody have a coin handy? Looking around, looking, looking. Well, I I could I could cheat and go slash roll one two. Yeah, why don't you do that? Do slash roll one two. Well, I rolled well, a two. Okay, then Ponfar, you you've won. Oh. Say Mo would be one and Ponfar would be two. And uh, so Ponfar, just uh, send me your email address because that's what I need to send you the free month from uh, the Blizzard's website, and uh, we'll get that out to you right away. So anybody else wants to win a free month or a Blizzard authenticator? Uh, just write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com. We are on iTunes, and we did get a new review. <laughs> Thank you, Warhumpty. <laughs> he gave us four stars out of five and said, I have listened for about a month. Huh? I'm sorry? I'm happy with four stars. I am happy with four stars. I'll be stars. happy with one star. Yes. I have listened for about a month and love the information. It is interesting getting the Horde perspective on WoW. Great for new and old players of WoW. Thank you. So, uh, you know, um, write us, give us a review on iTunes, and uh, you can also comment on our website on controlaltwild.com. I also uh, want to give a heads up because I, I ordered some minis, <laughs> miniatures, and I'm dying to see what they look like. And, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of hoping, I'm, I'm, I'm going to open the boxes, but I will be giving away some minis here uh, on the podcast. But what I'm hoping for is that I can get a miniature um, Fell Hunter or Void Walker to put beside a Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yes. So that brings us to the end of another Control Alt Wow. <sighs> this is a Brilliant for the Horde. <laughs> this is a show. Merry Christmas, everyone. And this is Glanther for the Alliance and Happy Winter's Veil. Vale. It's been real. 
May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace. <laughs>